it is officially the holiday season. So I want to do a quick multiple choice test, you know, the teacher in me. So are you feeling A, joy, warmth, and love, or B, stress, chaos, and overwhelm? Now, you may have one or the other, or you may be somewhere in between. But in this episode, we're going to get real about something that we feel, but we may not want to verbally say it. And what is it? It's the pressure to create a picture-perfect holiday. But in this episode, we're going to talk about why did we feel this pressure? And then we're going to look at what is the impact that it's having on us and even our family. And then most importantly, you know, I'm going to talk about the mind shift. How do we shift our mindset to be a little more realistic, have those expectations that we can actually fulfill so that we can enjoy this holiday with the least amount of stress. So I have a little secret for you. We get this right in our holidays. It can actually transform our homeschooling experience. You don't want to miss this. Cue the music. Have you ever felt overwhelmed by homeschooling? I don't know about you, but sometimes as a homeschooling mom, it feels like I have so much on my plate that I can hardly catch my breath. Well, if you've ever felt that way, then you're in the right place because this is the Catch Your Breath Podcast. I'm Inga Masick, certified life coach and a mental wellness advocate. With over three decades in education and over 10 years homeschooling, I'm right there in the trenches with you. In this podcast, we're going to dive into some actionable strategies that are not only going to help you manage your stress, but also help you to have more joy, freedom, and balance in your homeschooling journey. So if you're ready to go from simply striving to truly thriving, then let's breathe through homeschooling together. Are you ready? It's time to catch your breath. Welcome, welcome to another episode of the Catch Your Breath podcast. If this is your first time coming to my little space on the internet, I want to say welcome. Thank you for joining me. I'm excited that you're here. And if you're returning again, what's up? How you doing, sis? I'm so glad that you're back here again. I want to take an opportunity to give you an apology because if you have been here since the very beginning, you know that I did not post an episode. And I want to tell you that that was extremely hard for me. I got sick and it was not a great time and I wanted to push through and do it. And I had to actually take a moment and practice what I was preaching. Because I I don't even remember who the quote is from, but I read a blog a long time ago, maybe about 10 years ago, where I was an older mom, she had older kids, were kind of out of the home, and the whole premise of the blog was, you can be wise or you can be awesome. And I don't remember if it was awesome or awesome or amazing, and I think it was amazing. And what I loved about that and what just kind of really resonated with me was that she said, when you think, man, that would be amazing if I could, but would it be wise? And even though it was necessary for me to get an episode out, I really thought about the fact that I was in that place where I needed to stop. I needed to take care of myself. I needed to follow the doctor's orders. Would it be wise for me to push through? And because my husband was very adamant, like you need to stay in bed. You need to be quiet. And I I listen, I'm going to tell you a secret. Okay. Ready? Listen, I did try to record it. (laughs) 
try to record it from the bed. It did not sound great. It was not good. And so I was like, you know what? Let me just sit down somewhere and stop. That's enough. Quit. Leave it alone. Stop. I said, I'm going to come back. And I am here back again. So <laughs> thank you for your patience with me. If you were wondering, I appreciate you coming back and tuning in this week. Before we jump into this episode, I want to see how you're doing. How has your week been going? As we are jumping into this holiday season, I really want to remind you to take a moment to breathe when you feel that stress, to breathe when you feel that overwhelm. Let's do that right now. Deep breath continuously. That is one of the things that I say all the time to clients, to my children. I've said that to my students. I always say it to myself even because a lot of times, as I've said early on in this podcast, when we are overwhelmed, when we have so many things going on, we actually tense up and forget to just allow the breath to happen. So yes, you breathe naturally, but there is a tenseness that happens when you're going and going that you don't even realize you're doing. So sometimes you just have to take that moment, remind yourself to breathe deeply so that you can actually relax, so that you can move on to do the thing that you need to do. So I want to encourage you during this season to do just that. And the next few episodes that we're going to be tackling are going to be right on time to remind you of all the little things that we might forget to do. And so I'm checking in with you here, but I would love for you to continue to let me know how you're doing. Come on into the community. Let us know. We are ramping up to do some things next year. I'm actually really excited about it and I'd love for you to be there. So go into the link and let's do this together. All right, so let's jump in. This one is so key because I'm talking about this around the holiday, but it's really around homeschooling. It's around your, you know, raising your kids, just all, all of it. And what is it? It's perfection, right? The myth of the perfect holiday, that everything has to be perfect. The pressure of perfection. It is a real thing that we feel throughout so many areas in our lives. But I would have to say that one of the areas that I feel it, I see it most is during the holiday season. Because I feel like there is just this sense of we have got to give our children the most magical, amazing, Pinterest perfect environment, days, like the whole nine. So I have a confession, true story. I did not grow up with that because my parents didn't really celebrate Christmas in the traditional way. And so I didn't actually for a very long time understand the pressure and the stress that came with it. It was just not something that I had known. And it's interesting to me, I grew up that entire time not having it, kind of went through pretty much all of my 20s without having it and then with my husband when we started talking about his growing up and what he did and how it was and you start putting more and more and more things in there it's like okay let's do this let's do this and it's interesting because a lot of the stuff that I love to do of that I wanted to do with the kids like I do it one year and then all of a sudden the next year they would say oh we're gonna do that thing and so, oh, sh- I, you know, I was like, sure, you guys love that. Let's do that. And so you think 
because my brain is always thinking of, oh, I should do this thing. And then you do it and they love it and it's really fun. And then it's like, are you going to do it again this year? And so after a while for me, especially in my, I would say, so my husband and I got married in my 30s. So those first few years, I didn't really feel the pressure. You know, we kind of just did the thing. The kids were young. They didn't really ask too much, but I knew that I wanted to create some traditions. And so I love to read. So I read a lot of books and, you know, some of the things just seemed a little too challenging for me. And so I came up with stuff that would be fun. And like I said, as they started to get older, they started to ask for them more and they wanted to do more. And so it was exciting. It was fun. And each year I might think of a thing that I want to add and then I would add that. And before you know it, they're like, hey, are you going to do this thing? And then you're going to do that thing. And then you do that thing. And f I found myself like in my 40s at one of the most challenging times in my life because I was being diagnosed with my autoimmune disease that I was like, wow, there's so many things. I started to feel the pressure. I absolutely started to feel the pressure. And then to make it worse, I did the thing you should not do because now you've got Pinterest that's there, right? So you've got all these pins that you're clicking on. You're like, oh yeah, that'd be great. And I could do that and I can do that and I can do that. And now you got people posting on Facebook and Instagram. This is what we do with our family. And that's, and you think, oh, that's amazing. Oh, I would love to do that. Oh, that looks fun. Oh my goodness. Their kids look, they're having so much fun. We should do that. And before you know it, you have the stress of, do I have this and do I have that? And then I put this and I got to do all that stuff. And I started to feel it. I realized like, oh, this is what people are talking about. This is that stress. This is that pressure. And so as I really stopped myself, because you know, I love to reflect, I felt like there has to be, well, first of all, I had to reflect and say, as I was preparing and getting ready, for the season and this happened about i want to say about four or five years ago but i was a, as i was getting ready to prepare for the season and thinking about all the stuff i was like this is a lot of stuff this is a lot of preparation and you know everything for me was like i'm gonna prepare this and then also the cooking and then also the decorating and which decorating is not my thing when it comes to christmas decorations because like i said i didn't grow up with it I don't really know the stuff, so my husband takes care of that. But I found myself being like, we should get this and we should do that. And and so I had to sit down one year and just really reflect and say, this is not working for me. And it really wasn't. And I just felt like I do not want to be so stressed during these holidays that I don't enjoy myself that I'm so caught up in making sure that they enjoy themselves that I'm not enjoying myself. And so I had to do a pivot. And so I want to talk to you in this episode about that. I want to talk about why do we feel that? And then we're going to talk about some things that we can do to change it. Because I do believe that it starts with our mindset. As I believe everything starts in our mind. It's our mindset. And first and foremost, we have to recognize why we feel that pressure. And a lot of it has to do with the cultural and the social influences that we have. And where does that come from? Absolutely. Our social media networks, 
even some of our cultural traditions it might give us some things that we know that we did a lot of times we have those um, influences from our own childhood which we think about all the things that we did that was that were really fun and so we want to do them and we want to um, recreate them in our home in my situation I felt like there were a lot of things we didn't do and so I didn't feel like I lost out on it but I, I felt like my kids are now in circles where people are talking about it and they feel like they might feel like it so that was part of it so part of it could be that you want to do the things that were not done for you when we think about the image of the perfect and the ideal holiday a lot of times which my kids and I are laugh we laugh about that all the time when we talk about Hallmark holiday movies that's always in the country town everything is decorated to the max you know there's just it's perfection everywhere and so that might be the image that we are seeing and feeling like we have to have and then we also can have our personal expectations so we might feel like we really have to make the holidays magical for our children we we might feel like you know what even in just our homeschooling we may feel like I need to do Christmas around the world because everybody's done that I need to make sure that I talk about the origin of Thanksgiving and make that really hands-on and, and so a lot of times that pressure is increased to a whole nother level when it comes to the holidays and so the first thing that we want to do is recognize where that pressure is coming from. And we're going to talk about a little bit about how we do that. But that's the first thing is to recognize that a lot of times it's an external pressure that we're feeling, but also it's sometimes internally where we have these scripts that we're telling ourselves, these narratives that say that the holidays must look this way for whatever the reason is. But what I want us to transition to is going to require us to recognize that the impact and the effects that this perfect holiday and this ideal image is having on us. And a lot of times it is causing a ridiculous amount of stress and burnout because we are trying to do something that a lot of times is very challenging, especially when the ideal is something that's an unrealistic external expectation or pressure or even an internal unrealistic expectation because if we're trying to make it look like this picture perfect thing that we actually haven't taken an opportunity to step back and say is this realistic financially is it realistic emotionally is it realistic physically is it realistic time-wise like can I fit all of the things that I'm trying to do within these two months pretty much that I'm trying to fit them in does that make sense given everything else I have to do and so we have to take a moment to say is this realistic and when we don't it causes a lot of stress and burnout the unfortunate part too is it really this pressure that we're putting on ourselves whether it's coming internally or externally can impact the relationships that we're having and the atmosphere that we're creating in our home so while we're trying to make this magical experience for our children and make them have this you know impactful memory that they have a lot of times what may be happening is they're seeing a burnt out worn out mom that's agitated, seems irritated with all the family coming or with all the decorations or all the things they have to do. And this thing that we're trying to create ends up not being that thing because we are more stressed than everything, than anything. 
So what do we do? It's important that we then have some realistic expectations. We have to do that. And that has to come, I think, from a shift in our perspective. So looking at what is the desire that I have behind what I'm trying to do. So as we're thinking about all of the things that we're wanting to do, and I would write them down because that's what I did. I had to write down all of the things that I had done that my kids were like, we have to do this. We have to do this. Uh, I love this. And so, and some of the things that they hadn't even said that they, we had to do, but that I had put the pressure on myself. I had to write those down and say, okay, what is the reason behind this? What, I'm, what is the overall thing that I'm trying to cultivate? And so is it connection? Is it an experience? Is it that most of us want that like warm family time? Looking at that and saying, which one of these things are absolutely necessary to create whatever it is that I'm trying to create on the other side? And when I do that, I have to look at what I want, right? as the mom, but also what's important to my family. What are what are my personal values, but also what are my family values? And speaking to my husband about that, and which I did, I had to say, all right, which of the things, and actually we sat with everybody. I sat with everybody in the house and I said, all right, I want you to tell me one thing that you love about our holidays that you always want us to do. And it was interesting because a lot of them said, pretty much the same thing which was something that I was like okay that's actually very doable and then the things that they didn't say I didn't want to just you know take them away if they didn't come to memory but I was like what about so-and-so talk about that and I loved having that conversation because it gave them a sense of ownership in what we were doing and I could tell the things that they really felt were extremely important it was valuable to me then to say, all right, so I'm going to keep on pushing. We're going to keep on working to make sure that we have that thing done. So my suggestion to you is as you think about this pressure, recognize if it really feels like a pressure. So if I'm talking to you about this and you're like, you know what? This doesn't feel like any kind of pressure to me. I'm good. This is exciting. I don't feel any stress out, stress around this. I'm not overwhelmed. You know, I don't know what you're talking about. Then just go ahead and still listen to this and send it to somebody else. <laughs> but if you're feeling like, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of feeling like there are a lot of things, then the first thing first is to write it down. To really think about all of the things that you've done. Get it out there and reflect on what are the things that you love? What are the things that you're doing because your family values it? Your family loves it? Your family thinks it's the most important thing? It's bringing joy to you. It's bringing joy to your family. And you guys look forward to it. And then what are the things that you're doing just because you've always done them and you kind of feel like you have to? So there's, rather than it bringing joy, you feel pressure, you feel annoyance. You're like, oh my goodness, I can't believe we have to do this again. And let me say this, and we're going to talk about this as we talk about delegation in a later episode. But if you're getting to that place where you feel like, it's extremely important to my family. They love it, but it's just a lot of stress for me. Then we're going to talk about how you delegate that, how you take that a little bit off your plate, which I did with some of the things. So I had to recognize, okay, what are the key things? What is within my capacity that I can actually do? What can I have support from my family to help me to do? And then what are the things that we can just take them off and not participate? Because the key 
as you're doing this is that as you are creating all of these different things for your family to do, the traditions, the special moments, the special memories, that you can be present and be a part of them. If you're doing all of the things for everybody else, but you can't actually sit and enjoy it because you've got to get the next thing ready or you you have to, there's just so much planning on the, the, the other side for you that you don't get to enjoy the moment, then it's really not worth it. Or I should say it may not be worth it. I don't believe it's worth it, but I want you to see if it's worth it for yourself. I want to encourage you as we go through all of these episodes around are stressed around the holiday season that you're honest with yourself I want to encourage us to be honest with ourselves, so that we can really take a moment to reflect on the most important things so that we're only doing those things that are the most important things that are aligned with our family's unique needs and our family's unique values remember that it first starts with what we're thinking about then we look at the actions we also want to think about what our vision is what's what's the thing that we're working towards and then go back and see is there alignment between what i'm trying to accomplish and what i'm doing because sometimes we're doing without thinking about is it accomplishing the overall goal that i'm trying to accomplish so what's your homework you know the teacher and me has got to give some homework reflection of course reflect on what is your perfect holiday And then also think about those holidays in the past that you loved. Why did you love them? And think about where your stress comes and write that down. Jot all those things down. And then you can pray about them. Pray about what are the things to remove? What are the things to keep? And then in the next episode, we're going to talk about how do we simplify it? Because the truth is we can't do everything. We just can't. All the things that we see on Pinterest, all the things that we see now on all the reels, all the grams or whatever it is, we can't do all of it. And so in the next episode, we're going to talk about how do we prioritize and simplify so that we can truly be in the moment for what is most important. I hope that this episode has helped you, encouraged you, has supported you, and I hope you're actually excited about the next episode and learning how to prioritize and simplify I would love for you to join me in the free Facebook community where we get to talk about some more of this stuff, where we can get all of the holiday spirit, but have none of the stress because that's what we want. We want to make sure we have none of the stress. And I want you to know too, that I believe that this applies to homeschooling because I think as we are looking at the way that we approach the holidays, which is the area that we feel like we want it to be perfect, I think that we'll notice some alignment between how we approach our homeschooling journey and wanting that to be perfect. And what are the things that we do there that we can look at and say, oh, you know what? I do this. It's a skill that we're learning, right? To be able to prioritize and simplify in our next episode, but also in this episode to recognize where does the pressure come from? You're doing a deep dive to see the things that you're feeling, the things that you're doing. Where do you feel that pressure is coming from? Is it external? Is it internal? And then what you can do about it is look at what is behind what you're doing. And is it coming from a place where it's bringing joy and it's bringing connection and whatever it is that you desire for your your family? I want you to know that 
I am speaking from a place of understanding because I am a recovering perfectionist. And once we start to see how we can get over our perfectionism in one area, we can start to do that in all the other areas. So as we are tackling this, I'm hoping you will see the implications it can have on your homeschooling as well. So please share your stories, your insights with me. Let's celebrate the beauty of imperfection together. Until next time, remember that the most memorable holidays are the ones where we truly get to connect with our loved ones, not the ones that are picture perfect. It doesn't have to be Pinterest perfect. It doesn't have to be Instagram worthy. It just has to be special to our families. I'm looking forward to hearing all about your unique joy-filled holiday experiences. Until next time. Thank you for tuning in. I hope that this episode empowered, equipped, and most of all, encouraged you. Don't forget to share your thoughts on today's topics because I'd love to hear how you're implementing these strategies. And you can do that in the free community where you can connect with me and other like-minded moms. You'll get some practical tips for homeschooling and teaching your child, managing your stress, and prioritizing your self-care. You can also ask questions there. You can participate in the fun challenges. And of course, you can celebrate your wins because we like to party over there. Also, if this was helpful and you know that it can be helpful to someone else, leave a review or share this with another homeschooling mom who needs to catch her Mommy! Mommy! <laughs> well, that's my cue. But before I go, I want to leave you with these words from Philippians 4, 6-7. I pray that you won't be anxious about anything, but that in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, you would present your request to God and that you will experience the kind of peace that surpasses under as you navigate the stresses of life and homeschooling. Until next time, remember to take a moment to catch your breath.